Hello and welcome to the Property Talk podcast from RW Invest, bringing you tips and advice on all things property investment. You've worked out the benefits of an off-plan purchase, especially as it's you know coming in below the market value. I suppose by now you've researched the UK market, you've picked Liverpool, it's the best place to invest. You've mm-hmm. topped the charts two years in a row now for the highest yields and capital growth. You know, I don't know, I'd say you have a couple of options, you know, they look quite good, good location. How would you start your research then to decide which one might be best? So that's where due diligence comes in. Um, you really want to understand who you're trusting with your money. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, that's the whole that's the whole point. You're here to make money. Um, I would research the developers themselves. Look into their track record. It's absolutely crucial to make sure you know who it is you're working with, and not just you know the facade, the face of the company. You really need to know who these developers are. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, would you say that the companies, I mean, the developers' previous developments are really important then? Yeah. I mean, there's always going to be a starting point. They're always going to have a first development so that you you can expect that to be the very, very best. But it's great to be able to literally walk into something that they've made before, look around, see the finish of it, Uh, see the outside (laughs) of it, you know, Um, because CGI's these days, they can look so good. But the the proof is in the pudding and being able to walk into a, a development that this developer has already completed it's, it's crucial. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So say, you know, you were going to go buy, uh, you know, a flat or a house and you went and saw one of their previous sites, you could look at all the fixtures and fittings mm-hmm. and you could say, oh yeah, this is definitely the kind of thing that I'd like to be investing in. I'm happy with this, yeah. I suppose, compared to something where they've, they've never built it before. So you're guessing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I totally understand. So mm-hmm. I mean, what, what sort of other things would you look for aside from their previous work? Um, I mean, it's important to know that they complete developments on time oh, of course you know when we talk about off plan i'd say that's one of the major things that people are, are unhappy with everyone wants things now 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 definitely but <laughs> we know that off plan is the best way to do it and you know the, the the wait time is um it's annoying but it's essential in order to get all of the benefits of off plan i mean um, i guess you know you, you commit to a time frame yeah you say okay i will put this deposit in for you know x amount of months and I guess what you're saying is you want to make sure that that's an accurate time frame, yeah. and you're not you're not going to actually end up you know waiting double than than what you you agreed. Mm-hmm. So having something that completes on time or you know within the frame that is set out by the developers, very very important. So how how would you find that out? How would you try and find out how it was completed on time? How would you see it? Again, I mean it, that's going to be down to track record. That's going to be down to to looking at past works and and making sure that you know there there wasn't any um, anything untoward in any of the previous developments. I mean, really, what we want to look at is something with a really positive track record of you know high spec developments um, completing on time. I mean, on the website there should be construction updates anyway. Groundwork. I mean, things from the ground down when it comes to you know completing a development takes 90% of the time 
once something goes off with the concrete core, the steel frame, it literally just flies. That's 10% of the work. You can start to see it in front of your own eyes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I see. So I suppose if you're looking at a construction update and say you looked at at January uh, to, to March, it might look like nothing has really happened. But if you're looking at a previous site, you could follow that full 12 months and check that it was completed on time. I, yeah, I can see how that'd be really, really useful. So what else do you think would be would be useful for people to look at? I mean, what about maybe the, the brains behind the companies, the, the people who are the, the directors and the hmm. senior leadership in those companies? Is there any way that we could look at them and yeah. see what would be interesting with them? I mean, basically what you should do as an investor, you should go online and you should try and find, you know, something akin to a CV. You don't want to invest in a development where the developer used to be a chef. I mean, unless they, they have had a major turnaround in their life, you want to invest in something where you like, you look at it and you're like, oh, right, well, they worked in um, in sort of uh, the facades of hotels or they, they used to be an of architect yeah, or yeah. So construction company, <laughs> something that actually has to do with developing and developing well. I suppose, and if you had two or three or you know, maybe even four or five of them in one company, the combined mm-hmm. years of experience, you know that you're working with somebody who, really, who knows what they're doing and they're putting all of that knowledge into yeah. the investment that you're you're now buying. More brains are better than one. <laughs> yeah, precisely. <laughs> um, and then also, I mean, so you've, you've got the developers themselves, you've got the previous developments, mm-hmm. but this isn't money in your pocket yet. So it's kind of crucial for you to take a little look at the previous developments that have completed. Are those investors getting paid? Are, you know, you, uh. you can offer this assurance period that sounds incredible, but... If it sounds too good to be true, nine times out of ten it is. Yeah, definitely. Um, So be sure that the investors who invested in those previous sites are actually getting paid what they said they were going to get paid. Yeah, and you know, even even further than that, see if we can find out information on occupancy rates, see if they're actually tenanted and what they're tenanting for. Mm -hmm. And you know, you don't want somebody to think they're going to get a couple of hundred pounds and they end up getting a lot less. It's going to ultimately affect their yield. Yeah. You know, something I found really interesting when I looked online uh, recently, checking out some companies, is that lots of companies now are starting to use review sites, hmm. quite similar to what you see if you go on holiday, you know, yeah. use TripAdvisor. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> There's companies, uh, you know, development companies out there or investment firms who are now using reviews as a way to allow investors to use their voice and say what they liked or, or disliked mm. about. And I think that gives it a real nice personal touch. You're actually yeah. seeing what somebody's been through and what their opinion was at the end of it. Have you seen much of this? Well, you know what? My previous experience was in a lettings agency, and I can tell you now, not only do investors use that, tenants use that. If a tenant is gonna pay top whack for something that is, you know, it looks absolutely incredible, you can guarantee they're gonna go online, they're gonna find every single review, you know, are there any issues with it? You know, what you know, what kind of neighbors are there? You know, they are literally going to do all of that research as well. So, if you as the investor are wanting your seven to eight percent net, you would better sort of guarantee that this is going to be the prime development. Do we ever tend to see much in the news about different investment companies or developers? Do we ever? see much in the press is there anything that someone might pick up in the local newspaper or, or maybe see online we certainly should because and i mean we do i don't know if everyone takes a look at the the morning news every day the local <laughs> news but um the reason why this is so important this is so crucial is because developments like these shape your city you know the new development mm. going up that's all of a sudden attracting young money professionals to your city or 
or they're expanding to the north, then all of a sudden that's becoming its own little borough. So things like these, it's so important to take a look at what is actually happening in your city and what's happening to, to cities. Why are some, you know, like you mentioned Liverpool earlier, why is Liverpool the best place to invest? Mm. So I guess really the advice to any investor who's on their journey and then they're looking to to re research and decide who to work with, they should really research the developer thoroughly. Mm. And I suppose what we've found is that, you know, good companies should really have a, a real presence online um, and we should be able to find out quite a lot about them without having to look too hard. When you think about it in terms of, it's almost like an investment like this, it's almost like a relationship. You've got to have that, you know, due diligence. You've got to have, do your research. Is this right for me? Am I happy? Is it the right um, match for is me? Is it the right match for me? Because at the end of the day, something like this, long-term investment, long-term relationship. And what we're finding with a lot of our clients is that it's not just, oh, you do one investment and you're done. You do one investment and then you tell your friends about it and oh my gosh that came off amazing and I want my second one and my mm -hmm. friend wants one and <laughs> that's how businesses grow that's how cities grow I mean a trend that I've seen um, in a lot of the really successful developments that we've seen nationwide is that we see a lot of the same names in terms of maybe architects and construction companies mm -hmm. do you think aside from the developer but some of the other brains that are involved in the specific development do you think that could be an important element to try and look for known names in the industry a hundred percent a hundred percent and i mean it, it it's down to what we've been speaking about just now mm -hmm. track record track record yeah i mean if if you see for example um big architect names like falcon and chester hall if you see that they've just partnered with a well-known developer a lot of eyes go to that of course yeah because they're so well respected and aside from the residential work you know there'll be plenty of work hotel wise hotel restoration yeah so yeah. And then that's another company where you can you can stem off and you can look at what they've done before, their mm -hmm. quality of work and what they've inputted into the market. So it all branches out really, but it's just yeah. about looking and, and really making sure that you look past the initial brochure, I suppose. Because, yeah. you know, I know that when I look myself, you know, when I was looking for my most recent um, investment, you get overwhelmed. There's so many options out Square there. for choice. Again, yeah. no. <laughs> you, you look at so many different brochures and, you know, ultimately a lot of them can look very similar. They offer a good return, a good assurance period. They're in a relatively good location and it becomes difficult to really try to decide what's going to be best. Where yeah. am I going to be better placed to put my money? And I suppose doing everything that you've suggested here is going to make it a lot clearer. You'll begin to narrow it down and think, actually, these are the chaps I want to work with maybe because mm. their previous sites are a fantastic standard or yeah. or the previous investors online have said that the returns have been amazing or the managing agent has a hundred percent occupancy rate as well. oh, all yeah. of the, you know all of these things they're so important and the last thing you want to do you don't want to get bogged down in you know rumors because the rumors can often be behind the times mm, so i mean yeah yeah northwest fantastic place to invest manchester we're, we're a bit past it now like we've said <laughs> in our previous um podcast so um, the, the rumours are behind the times often. And what you don't want to do, you don't want to be catfished by an amazing looking brochure. Yeah, because, and then it turns out that yeah. it, it's maybe not what it said it was. I mean, I think one of the big things, especially if you're doing this for the first time, is that when you're putting your, your cash down, you're making a big commitment and it can feel quite yeah. daunting. And I suppose doing this research is going to help you build that confidence mm. and really understand what's going to be happening behind the scenes. And you're not going to feel like you're really putting yourself out. You're going to feel really secure in the decision you're making. Yeah. And I think 
that would help so many people if they knew what to look at and, and what direction to go in. Yeah. This will help a lot of people. And also, I suppose, at the end of the day, the person who's leading you through this process is a very, very important person. So the agent that you end up going with. So not the developer. No, right? developer, very, very important, obviously, mm. number one. But then again, the, the person giving you that information, the person so actually maybe an furnishing you with the, the knowledge, knowledge is power, the person giving you all of that information so that you can make the right decision, they're also very important. I guess you want to be able to get advice from somebody who's, who's going to be giving you general advice on the market and they're not yeah. too biased. Of course, every agency will have their own ideas of what's good, but I suppose, yeah, you're right, you want to be talking to somebody who you feel has got your best interests at heart yeah. and they're not just talking to you about something because it suits them. Yeah. How would you kind of figure out if somebody was looking after you or looking after their own interests? Well, I mean, at the end of the day, realistically speaking, there's only going to be one best investment on the market for you. And it's down to your game plan as an investor. And course, if yeah. your agent doesn't ask you, tell me about your, your five-year plan. What do you want out of this? Is yield more important? Is, is capital appreciation more important? If they're not asking you about your business plan... And building it bespoke exactly. to you, of course, yeah. Then, then you need to sort of um, question... Um, but then again, if your agent is asking you those things and they can back it up with them, with why? Facts, facts and figures, yeah, from independent sources, yeah. independent pieces of information, like we were saying before, news articles, reviews. But it builds that full picture where you know that they've got your best interests at heart. You've mm -hmm. done your own research on top of everything that they've helped you with. And you can really start to build that picture, that real 360, and you think, yeah. right, this is definitely the direction that I need to be going in. Yeah. I mean, I personally, I, I would never really start talking full on shop about a development with an investor until, until we've already gotten past that. I want to know about them. I want to know what they want. I want to know the whole point. Why have you called me? How much money are you looking to make? You know, th those are all things that are so important to know before you can say, oh, I've got this development for you. Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. And then there's yeah. lots of different developments would be better for different reasons. Mm -hmm. And then before you get into anything else, you need to be working with somebody who's taking your true interests to heart and yeah. what they're recommending is going to be perfect for what you've got in line. I mean, I say this, but I originally had a plan many years ago, which is yeah. what I wanted to, to follow, and I spoke to somebody and they said, well, are you sure? This is actually going to be much better, and they pushed me in a totally different path, and mm. it's ended up being a lot better for me in the long yeah. run, but at first I thought that they were just trying to um, sort of recommend what suited them, but... After doing my own research, it really made me realise that they are truly trying to help me make the most money. So with these new markets, you know, we've mentioned we were looking at Manchester, we are now looking at Liverpool. Mm -hmm. We get developers that maybe used to specialise in different areas. Do you think it might be important to work with somebody who is maybe more local or more familiar with the area? Do you think that would make a blind bit of difference? Um, no, I'd definitely say that's important, 100%. So obviously, you know, everyone knows what's happening on the market. Everyone can see property trends. Um, London developers, they will have developed London because they know London. Of course. Manchester developers, they will have developed Manchester City Centre. They will have gone to Salford and seen it grow because of Media City and all these amazing things. But then, do they know anything about other cities? I know what you mean. I mean, I wouldn't know. I don't know the Midlands very well, for example. So I certainly wouldn't know where to build a block of flats down there I don't know where it would be popular yeah mm. or, or where the opportunities for capital appreciation are where, where are they I mean if you don't 
for example, I couldn't go to, to Birmingham and know for a fact that um, Digbeth is going to be amazing because I don't know. I only know that one name in Birmingham. You know what? Um, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, if you're on the ground and you've been in an area for a long time, mm. then you really are able to, to pinpoint the exact streets, locations. Yeah. You can see different things that are going on and you can really jump on those opportunities and having that locality is going to drive a real difference in the knowledge yeah. that you have. Yeah, I see what you mean. That's a really good point. And I mean, you can't know everything about everything. So if your experience is London specifically, you won't have been keeping up with, say, Liverpool's news. You won't know the £14 billion being spent in regeneration projects in that city because you're just not there to really know it. Um, so I, I'd say uh, local developers, they will probably corner that market more successfully than outside developers. One thing I just really wanted to, to pick your brains on before we left is I, I was speaking to somebody the other day and they said to me that one of the things that they're most worried about, you know, say they've done all of this due diligence, mm. but one of the things that they're most worried about is when they, they put their initial deposit in, you know, what happens with that money? How do they know yeah. what's being spent on or how do they know if the development's, um, you know, funding is in place? Like, yeah. what advice would you give them? Yeah, um, definitely make sure that you know how the build is being funded. Is it fully investor-led? Is there funding in place? If there's funding in place, is there a certain um, amount of, of... What does investor-led mean, sorry? So investor-led, sorry, means that the investors, when you put your funds in, that the funding that you are putting in, that is building the development itself. Or if you have, for example, developer finance, um, is the developer finance building the development uh, itself. Ah, yes, I know exactly what you sense? mean. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, so most developments will use a small portion of the investor funds mm. and then be propped up by developer finance. So is there a way to know if, if the funding is in? Should the company be able to present this to you? Is it something that you should be able to find out? That's something your agent should know, So or your broker. You should be able to phone in. They should know how this development is going to be built. They should also know how your funds are going to be held. You can't just have a development on the market and be like, oh yeah, yeah, it's going to be built. How? By whose money? Okay. By, okay, you know, I is understand. the developer cash rich or um, do they have a special purpose vehicle to, to hold those funds and, and is it ring fenced just for this build or can they use it on others? Mm. So tell me a little bit more. You've mentioned special purpose vehicle there. Now I know how they work, but maybe right. some of our listeners won't. How, how do they sort of work and what protection does that, you know, give an investor? So say there was a developer and they're called um, Liverpool Developer One, okay. right? So, so that's their overall name. And then they decide, right, we're going to build a development called Liverpool Development Two. Okay, yes. So I'm with you. they would create an SPV, a special purpose vehicle for Liverpool Development Two. And that's so that separate from their whole company oh, exactly. brand. Exactly. So okay. even if they had 20 past developments, on the go, 20 future developments on the go, the money that's invested in Liverpool Development 2 can only be used for Liverpool Development 2. Because they're making use of this special purpose vehicle, it keeps everything, as you said before, ring fenced and all your mm -hmm. monies are safe in that one particular investment and they can't be pulled and used yeah. anywhere else. Is, is that, am I understanding that right? Exactly. Thanks for listening to the Property Talk podcast. If you want to get in touch with either myself, Jennifer, or... I'm Rowena. Then our details will be at the bottom of this. Um, we'll hope to hear from you soon.